0: Hey there, my name's Oshín Lunny, and welcome to Audio Talks, presented to you by Harman. And in this episode, we ask the question of questions. What is the beat of your soul? And I am very thrilled and honoured to be joined by a pair of inspiring lifestyle leaders, speakers, entrepreneurs and biohackers, Regan Hillier and Juan Pablo Barajona, aka Juanpa. Now, Regan Hillier is a serial entrepreneur, philanthropist, international speaker, best-selling author and Mindset coach who has created over 60 conscious millionaires, and she is also Mind Valley's manifestation author. Welcome to the podcast, Regan.
1: Hello, thank you so much for having me here.
0: Great to have you here. And Juan Pablo Barahona is a transformational leader, a motivational speaker, a visionary, a holistic yoga teacher, founder of the Quantum Flow Method. And alongside Regan is the co-creator of The Nest, which is a conscious community set in over 600 acres of Costa Rican paradise, which promises an experience in jungle looks, eco living. Welcome, Juanpa.
2: Thank you so much. So happy to be here.
0: Muy bien, gracias amigo. Okay, so let's kick off. Tell me, where are you joining the podcast from? This is a fantastic room in the background and this beautiful gong and these great musical uh, instruments. Um, Where are you dialing in from right now?
1: Yeah, so we are literally at the nest here in Costa Rica. We're in our home base. We've just come from a couple of months of travel and we're taking a quick three weeks of reset and then we're off again.
2: (laughs) Yeah, so this is our recording studio and also, you know, for podcasts and anything. But here is a full healing experience with over 50 different instruments we have around.
0: Oh, I love it already. My goodness, 50 instruments. I mean, I've, I've got a couple of guitars and a bass uh, behind me now. It doesn't quite match up. So that's very inspiring. I mean, talk about instrument goals right there. That's wonderful. Um, so talk to us a bit about what's happening in your world right now. I mean, for folks tuning in, if you're not already following Regan and Juanpa on social media, you absolutely should. Their Instagram posts are amazing, very inspiring. There's always so much happening in your worlds and your world together. So what's happening right now in your world?
2: Oof. So yes, we just came from this amazing experience, two months sharing with thousands of people. We had a Mind Valley event in Tallinn, which is beautiful community connection. We love this. We love supporting all these projects around the world. We're here to serve. This is our biggest and most inspirational purpose. So wherever they call us that it's the vibration we are tuned into, we go. So we've been full on there in Portugal, in Frankfurt, in Germany. Um, came back very inspiring, taking a breath and (laughs) grounding in Costa Rica and looking at our project, which has five different constructions going on right now. So there's a lot happening. So while we ground and rest, we're still, you know, refining the details (laughs) and getting the team together because now we have three months of more travel and we want everything to be, you know, aligned with our vision.
0: Muy bien, that's absolutely awesome. Uh, it's, it always feels like uh, you have a, a very kind of intuitive but intelligent way of you know, giving your time and your gifts and bringing people together all over the world. So it's it's great to hear this. And speaking of which, your work is a really distinctive and, you know, some would say a unique mix of life coaching and biohacking and live ceremonial music and a lot of spiritual journeys as well. How would you describe what you do to someone who you were meeting for the very first time?
1: Well, if we were meeting someone for the first time, I think really we would let them know that we work with frequency in order to help shift their reality. So ultimately, the core of everything that we do is we help people manifest whatever it is that they desire in whatever way that looks like in their life. And we work through lots of different modalities to help them get there. But ultimately, we're really helping them tap into their highest potential. And when you're truly living from your soul and listening to the heartbeat of your soul, as we like to say, when you're living in this space, you tend to create a life that's in alignment with your highest truth. It's in alignment with your highest potential. It's in alignment with the highest flow. So even if you're busy like us, even if you have a lot of things going on, you wake up every single day feeling excited and you go to sleep every single night, just excited for the next day, right? With so much gratitude in your heart. So we really help people tap into that potential in a really unique and different way for every single person.
0: Fantastic. And as I experienced uh, with our our different Timu Arena at the Biohacking Summit over in Amsterdam uh, during uh, last year, um, this is really experiential learning. You brought people on an experience. And I remember you saying to me, listen, we're going to play some music now and think, you know, it's a good idea if you move the seats out of the way because it's going (laughs) to kick off. And it absolutely did. You weren't joking. It It was phenomenal. Like you blew the roof off the place. Everyone was at a high energetic level and you really raised the vibration. So this is kind of learning by experiencing. But I'm Curious to know, what were some of the key experiences that brought you both to where you are today?
2: Yeah, well, from my side, it's always been embodiment. Um, mm. I was taking in this world since I was nine years old, I, I would say almost forced into the world of healing and, 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 and holistic medicine and all this because my brother was dying and all the doctors said, you have two years uh, to live, one, two years the most. And we said, no, this is not happening. So my whole family got together and we were open to, you know, shamans and healers and anything we could do to save my brother. And, uh, you know, I was a little rebel at the beginning and, of course, didn't like it. But I just got into it, got into it with the family, saw the effects it had on me and how it helped me and started like really the path of embodiment and transformation and looking for, you know, my connection with my soul, my purpose, who I was, why I was here, what was, you know, our mission in humanity, what what is planet earth? I went into all these like uh, questions about life and it took me to different uh, uh, places. One of them was abusing a little bit of substances, you know, going into all kinds of journeys, to know myself and uh, Mm. getting lost in it to then find myself, of course, (laughs) (laughs) find myself deeply. So at 18 years old, I was in a community, a spiritual community, completely devoted to my purpose and uh, working deeply on the: who I am, what is that I have to transform in my life? Why do I have, I'm carrying all this stuff from my past, from my family, my emotions, my mindset, what is going on with me and how can I recreate myself? That's when I got obsessed with this work, started helping people in every way I could. I got into frequency and sound since I was 23 years old. I went to uh, Canada to live with a breath breatharian. And this, this person just uh, drank water, did sun gazing, connected with earth and uh, did sound healing. That's all she did. And she didn't take food in her body. I am a witness of that. I can say that there's already... Over twenty of them in the world, and I really got to connect with deeper parts of me, and all the false, you know, uh, uh, patterns that we think what life is, and 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 all the dependencies that we have in all these things from the outside world. So that really woke me up into the amount of healing and possibilities with frequency and music and sound. And I went deeply into that path with a lot of other things like Chinese medicine, yoga, Qigong, uh, hypnosis, NLP, um, Reiki, all kinds of therapies, everything I could get into, you know, I would be in so I could keep helping my brother, which is alive after 40 years of deep work with him and he's doing actually amazing. And then helping myself, of course, because I was a mess, a disaster at some point, so I needed some work <laughs> on that. And then helping humanity, I really found my purpose. So I've been devoted to that for, you know, over tw- thirty years now, and and uh, really happy, found my, the goddess of my life, and uh, we are creating, uh, you know, the most amazing relationship together and 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 serving humanity together.
1: Yeah, absolutely, yes. And and from my side, um, you know, I was very much put on a trajectory that was very, I guess, typical for a lot of people in the sense that I was expected to follow the system and go to school and get good grades and work really hard and get a nine to five job. And I was like being set up on that pathway, right? And when I was about 18 years old, my parents said, look, you need to go to university. I had no idea what I wanted to do, but my dad had always said to me, look, If I had your opportunities in life, I would have been an architect. So, of course, I went to study architecture at school in an unconscious quest to please my family and please my dad, and I went down that path, and I had a moment actually when I was in my second year of architecture school and we had a new lecturer come in and take us through a meditation visualization process and i would never done anything like this before and he got us to picture our lives as the architects that we were born to be 20 years out from this moment in time and you know obviously everyone got really inspired and I saw the worst case scenario I felt absolutely sick to my stomach and I saw that I was on a path that everyone expected me to be on but it wasn't in alignment with my soul. And I had this moment where I got up and I got out of that room and I just made a decision. I was like, you know what? I'm going to figure out why am I actually here? What am I meant to do with my life? And how do I be happy? How do I live a life that I love? It didn't really start with a big grand dream. It started with, I I just want to feel good in my life and do something in my life that I feel amazing with. Right. And so that spun me into starting to figure out, how do I get to create that? And so I ended up going very deeply down the personal development path as well. Um, starting out with NLP and hypnosis, a lot of mindset work. And then as that journey continued on, I started fusing into, you know, energetic work and sound, and then eventually shamanism when we came together. So it's been a, it's been a long gradual process. Um, but definitely when we came together, it was like one plus one equals 110 all of a sudden. And we realized that, uh, our purpose was so intertwined and we're come from, you know, slightly different pathways and angles, but we really wanted the same thing for humanity. So yeah, it's really a blessing to be able to share our work in this unique way together as well.
0: Oh, fantastic. My goodness. And what a what a journey, what a pair of journeys. And I'm so happy it's come together as it has. It's very inspiring. And there's a lot of references to, you know, the road of music on your journey there. I mean, what would you say? It feels like music is very important to the journeys that you've been on and the journey that you are on together today. Um, talk about the role of music in your lives and in your journey.
2: Well, for me, I can say, for example, I, I started with the drums it's what got me grounded. It's what got me connected, you know, to, 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 to my body, to my breath, um, to energy beyond uh, my rationality and the craziness that was going in my mind at some point to trance. I really studied trance, not only for myself and my own journey, but then how to guide it with others. And it was always through music, and and drums and beats and claps and sounds with the mouth and everything I could, you know, use the body as an instrument to frequency um, voice harmonics And then um, I always used it also in in all my quantum flow sessions, which is these embodiment sessions to rewire the nervous system, because I saw it's what got people more inspired, not only to move and release, you know, when they're doing their alchemy, when they're releasing whatever is holding them back in their bodies, whatever blockages they have in their bodies, in their brains, in their nervous system. The music helps you go even deeper when you go to those uncomfortable places and you're like why am I doing this? You know, like, I I just want to quit. Like, Juanpa's crazy. Like, why is he putting us to do this stuff? You know, it's like, go deeper, go deeper. And then boom, they have the breakthrough. That happens because of music. And um, then we use together also, like we've taken it to the next level, using frequencies, all different kinds of frequencies and studying nature, studying different states, studying the brain and the brain waves, studying the nervous system and how each different frequency helps realign the nervous system and the body to its natural natural state. So music is always complementing whatever we're doing, uh, taking us there to refine and go even deeper in the work we're going into, right? And then through music, also, we take people in the trance where they get lost. For example, they're dancing in the flow, just allowing the energy to flow through them. After they've done all the work, Usually the people just want to move because there's a lot happening through them. Right. And then that innate intelligence of the body takes over. So it's not me trying to look nice or you look good. Like you're out. Like, it's not about that. You're allowing that the body to heal, to come back to its natural state. And that means you can move in re, in re, in weird ways or dance in ways you've never um, uh, danced before. And this is because you are tuned in also to for certain frequencies that, take you to those places. Yeah. So we're still studying this. It's something that goes forever, but I feel it's definitely um, the connector in everything we do in separate works and the works together, it's always been the music.
1: Yeah. You know, like I said in the beginning, our, our core focus with everything we do is frequency. So obviously sound is a huge part of that. And when you create a sound wave or you hear a sound wave, it literally shifts and alters your field around you. It's, it's amazing when you go deep into it, the science and the art and the fusion of that when it comes to music. And my journey with music is interesting because I actually, I was a musician since I was four years old. <laughs> so I started learning piano when I was four and went on a journey and really, really loved it and became quite good at it. And then when I was about, um, I think I was 11 or 12 years old, I started playing classical oboe, which I also went very deep into that path. I actually ended up with a university degree in performance oboe before I'd even left school. I was touring when I was 15, 16 years old with adult orchestras all around the world. And it was a path of music, but it was a very serious, classical, rigid path. And, you know, I hit a moment, I think as most teenagers would in that point in time when I was about 16. And I said, you know, I hate it. I'm done with it. I don't want to, I don't want to do it anymore. It's too structured. It's too rigid. I'm not a musician. I said, I just want to have fun. And then I stopped everything. And then about two weeks later, I thought, Oh, I miss music, but I don't want to go back to that. So I thought, you know what, I'm, I'm going to learn to play jazz and I want to play the drums and jazz piano. So I started down a new pathway and I will never forget my very first jazz piano teacher. Now, I was a classically trained pianist. I could put any put any piece of music in front of me, any sheet music, and I could play it like a machine and and read it and play it absolutely, precisely and perfectly. And I sat there with this jazz pianist, his name was Godfrey, and I sat in the room and he said, okay, you wanna learn how to play jazz piano? I said, yeah. And he said, okay, play. And I said, play, play what? what? What do you want me <laughs> to play? And he said, no, not play what? He said, just play. And I had this moment where I realized there was no sheet music in front of me and I just had the piano in front of me and I didn't know what to do. And I didn't know how to put my hands on the keys. And for some reason in that moment, I was blocked and I couldn't play. And I looked at him and I said, I I, I don't know what to play. He said, you're a trained pianist, you do. He said, listen to the piano. How does it want to be played? And I had this moment where I just broke down in tears and bless him, he just sat there with me for probably about (laughs) 20 minutes while I bowled my eyes out looking at this piano. And then eventually I started playing the piano and what came out was completely different to anything I've heard myself play ever before. And then he started playing with me and then all of a sudden we were lost for hours. And that was my, my first jazz piano lesson. So that, in a way, fused music back into my life, but in a different way, in a way where it was intuitive, in a way where it was medicine coming through me, in a way where it was like allowing the frequency to be downloaded through me. And it was healing for me and healing for anyone listening as well. And so it's beautiful now to be in this place where we're literally standing on huge stages, but able to fuse frequency and music and intuition in these pieces. But we had to go through like an interesting path to, to get to this point in time, you know.
0: That's an amazing journey. I love it. I can really see you there sitting at the piano having that existential <laughs> crisis and uh, it's, it's so great that you broke through and, and here we are. But like you've both obviously been on a really fascinating journey of discovering, of kind of unlocking parts of yourself and unlocking parts of other people, you know, setting them free with the power of music and intuition and so much of your experience and research and your journey goes into these experiences uh, for the people that you work with. Um, what do you think about the power of ceremonial music? Because, you you, know, you mentioned shamanism. There's great traditions of repetitive beats in Gnostic ceremonies, and this is something that you know. It, it, that our reaction to music goes back to the womb. Uh, our relationship with music goes back to you know, uh, arguably prehistoric times. Um, you know, talk a little bit about the power of ceremonial music. What is the significance of music as this kind of uh, you know this method to uh, to ascend or to kind of um, you know evolve as as people.
2: Yes, of course. So I love that term, like ceremonial music, right? And when we connect to ceremony, um, there's, there's like this concept of we have to dress in white or we have to, you know, have crystals or crosses or it's kind of a religious thing for people, right? And it yeah. has nothing to do with that. Like actually what we have embodied and we like every day intend to live our life as a ceremony. Life is actually a ceremony. So whenever we play music, you know, we are in ceremony, which means you're present. You're fully present and open and intuitive, right? So I've been working with shamans since I'm nine years old. I've learned many ways from many traditions. Um, I loved it. And I saw many times because of tradition, there was a lot of limitation. So at, at a certain point, I had to go to my teachers and say, I love you so much. Thank you for all your teachings. I need to allow my intuition to flow. And this means it goes out of tradition. It ha- Things happen that I can't even control and I'm allowing it to happen. And this is my path. They all blessed me because they knew I had done the work, but yeah, I couldn't keep representing any tradition at all and just really open to the flow. So that's when it really started happening, I feel for me, for us together, is allowing it to flow and really listen What's happening in the moment? How does it want to come through us? Because the music is always playing, right? And when we align our instruments, especially our our nervous system for the energy to flow in the highest way possible, it's like our inner instrument is tuned in. So when our inner instrument is tuned in, we allow this universal music to play through us. And that can be just with your voice. That can be playing... a drum or a whisper or that can be amazing instruments going crazy and just being, you know, um, in flow with, with that. It doesn't matter what it is. It's when it's done, how it's done and what is the intention behind it. So when you are in this flow, magic happens or really manifestation happens, which is not really magic at all. It's really our natural state. We're coming back to our natural state Right of who we really are, of our full potential, of our power, of our intuition, of why we're here on planet Earth. We're coming back to nature. That's why we call it uh, coming back to its natural state. And when you analyze nature, you'll see that nature is vibrating at a 528 hertz frequency. We can measure that with machines, right? And this, when you measure it in the body, is the heart frequency, is the chakra or the vortex of the heart related, related to the heart plexus. So when we're opening the nervous system and we're aligning all these frequencies to emanate from within, outside, and to radiate this signal out into the world, what's happening is like the human being, when it has, when we have an intention and we're sending this intention, this signal to the universe, the universe listens the energy comes back to us, and that is the inner magnetisms. We uh, become conscious manifestors, right? So the music, the frequency is there to align whatever's in this alignment and allow us to tap into that space of ceremony or being present in order for us to materialize, to embody whatever is coming through us as a vision or as an intention,
1: Exactly. Yeah, and and like Wampa said earlier, life is the real ceremony, right? And with music, it's interesting because. Again, I came from this background of here are the chords or here's the sheet music, learn the song, memorize it and then perform it, you're the performer. And there's been this beautiful shift that we've both really been actually going very deep on over the last 12 months or so where we kind of step out of that box and instead can we tap into the ceremony of life and can we allow the music of life to to attune through us as a transmission. And if we are really open and if we're listening to that how does that get to be expressed? And someone listening to this might think, well, I'm not a musician or I can't sing, so that's not possible. But your your voice is your music. Your speaking is your music. Your presence is your music. Your The way you connect with someone's eyes is your music, but are you listening? Are you open to that? And there's music everywhere. And the ceremony of life is always looking to express through you. It's part of why you're here as a soul reincarnated into this physical body. But are you listening to that? And are you expressing that? You know, I'm remembering even recently when we were here in Costa Rica and we were out in beautiful nature and there's like this huge river gushing by and the sun's blazing and we're sitting on these huge rocks and we're having this conversation. And then, you know, I said to Wampa, like, can you hear the music of the rock? And we put our hands on the rock and we were silent and we just started listening. And then after a while it was like, Bumbaya, right, and and it goes on and on, and all of a sudden we're in this song, we're in this prayer, we're we're in this transmission of a rock, right? Which which might seem so like far fetched and out there, but this is happening all the time. Uh, are you available to the transmission of the wind? Are you available to the transmission of the sun? To other people around you, to the group vortex that naturally happens when you sit with people. Yes, maybe in a ceremony or in the ceremony of life on a Monday morning, can you hear their music? Can you hear their prayer? Can you hear their frequency? Can you hear their transmission? And is there something looking to come through you? So I feel, yeah, this has been a big piece and still is. It's something that's very like alive for us right now that we're still peeling back the deeper layers on.
0: Fantastic. My goodness. I, I'm loving every minute of this life is a ceremony. We're kind of, uh, you know, manifesting the music of the universe or the, you know, just hearing the song of the universe in our lives. And um, this may be perhaps the right time to ask the question of questions What is the beat of your soul? <laughs>
1: That's <a> great question. <laughs> That's a great
2: question. It's actually the soul beat that we create together and we call it like that because it was really listening, not only to ourselves, right? And and that means not in a woo-woo way of uh, I'm hearing, you know, I'm seeing angels and, and rainbows and, and and unicorns, which could happen, right? But um, you don't expect those things. It's more about, am I tuning into what feels the highest in the moment? Is it silence? Some, sometimes music, the deepest music can be just silence and just listening right? In order for it to really come. We don't have to fill every space with something that that can actually overwhelm and not allow this real music of the soul to come through. We say that the soul really speaks through whispers. And in order to listen to those whispers, you got to be in that presence. You got to stop. Stop what you're doing. Stop hustling and pushing and having to and needing to and taking your time to breathe and be present and listen to the beat of the soul. What feels right for you right now? Is it that pause? Is it drinking a little bit of water? Is it going for a walk? Is it writing something in the journal? Is it one instrument or not? Is it connecting with someone? What is flowing for us in the moment? What feels right? And this, we call it the synchronicity of the universe. When we learn to listen, right? And then we trust, and then we act, right? It's the three steps to really get this intuition going. We listen first, okay, what feels right? We trust, even though we could be wrong and it's crazy what we're feeling or seeing, we do it anyway just to learn and say, oh my God, that was some crazy thought that came through, or no, that was my intuition. It sounded crazy to call that person in that moment. But when I called them, I hadn't talked to them in 10 years. They're like, oh my God, I was just thinking of you. I have this amazing project that I want you to be part of this. I was just going to message you, right? Things like this, we live every day. This is synchronicity of life, life flowing through us. So when you are tuned into the beat of the soul, this vibration, this intuition, uh, life flows like this for us. And then for us, the soul beat was like, okay, if I'm tuning into that and she's tuning into her, we're creating another being that is soul beat, which is this project that we have together. And then soul beat is calling all these. communities. Community all over the world that also tunes in, and every vortex that's created between us all together is always different because p- people are always different. Their souls are in different places. They have different purpose. They have different energies, frequencies. So that's why every everything we do comes from this place of the mystery. We never know what's going to happen. We never know. When we're going to speak, when we're going to guide something, we don't plan anything. We didn't even want to listen to the questions that you sent, too, because we're (laughs) like, we just want to flow.
1: We skimmed through them,
2: don't worry. We did. This is perfect. We want to be surprised. We want to allow this to flow through us.
1: Right, rather than having the mind jump in and trying to Mm pre-pan the box that everything's going to fit in, right? So listening to the beat of your soul is about being bold enough and brave enough to allow the heartbeat of your true authentic vision to be manifested through you. And listening to the beat of your soul is about having the courage also to go in and look at what's blocking that heartbeat right? If you can't hear it clearly, if the whispers aren't even there, potentially they are there, but why are you not hearing them? And what are the pieces of you that get to rise up into your conscious awareness and actually then alchemize and drop away with ease and grace in order to allow the true presence to come through? And listening to the beat of your soul is about really opening up and creating space to have an access point to the highest iteration of you. And when you're walking and talking and thinking and acting from that place, from that frequency, life becomes very simple. Even if there's complicated things on the outside, do I go left? Do I go right? You know, deep down you're connected to your intuition. You're connected to your gut feeling. It's very clear that even though this is totally not logical and I don't know how to do it and no one's done this before, I'm going to go right. Like, it, it, I mean, my soul is just like very clearly telling me I need to step right, right now. Right. And so it's actually then listening to that and then taking action in alignment to that heartbeat, that soul beat, as we call it in your life and in your reality. And as you keep stepping one foot in front of the other in that way, you start creating a life that just feels so good, right? You start manifesting in that way where you wake up and you're so blessed and you're so excited and you're so grateful because the reflection on the outside becomes that reflection of everything that you cultivated and listened to from the inside out.
0: Wow. I, I love it. Sign me up. The Soul Beat number one, just absolutely brilliant. But, but Regan, just coming back to something you said there, um, you're talking about people kind of reaching the best version of their lives, the highest iteration. And uh, as mentioned in the introduction, you've created quite a lot of conscious millionaires. You've helped people really you know, kind of embrace the world in a very significant way uh, and and change their lives hugely. Are these some of the processes that you help them embrace to realise that highest iteration of themselves?
1: Absolutely. Like when people come into my world and they think, okay, uh, you know, I would love to become a conscious millionaire. I want to learn about money. They often think I'm going to teach them all these strategies. And here's the secret thing we do with Facebook ads that no one else knows. And we don't even talk about that. There's zero conversations in that because the strategy becomes absolutely clear and blindingly obvious when you're living from this place, when your guidance is activated, when your channel is crystalline and pure, when you can go, oh, this is obviously the strategy for my business or my companies here right now it becomes very obvious so it's not about creating your life from the outside copy pasting someone something that might have worked for someone else in the hope that it might work for you but instead it's about intuitively laying down your own strategy and your own pathway and when we talk about being connected to the highest version of you you have full and complete access to that right now. And most people don't realize that, you know, most people think, well, I'll just, you know, live my life. And then eventually in like five years, 10 years, 20 years, I'll be a more evolved version of myself, more conscious. I might've learned some things. Hopefully my life will be in a different place. But then there's people like us and the people like you and there's people like obviously tuning into this this session and this podcast who are in this frequency who think, you know what, there must be a faster way. What if I was to connect across time and space right now to the highest iteration of myself, remembering that time is an illusion and I can connect with my intention right now to the highest version I have access to. And just what if I was able to form a connection point and allow a transfer of information to take place energetically. How would that version of me out in my future walk and talk and think and act? What would they say yes to? What would they say no to? What would they no longer tolerate? What would they eat in the morning? How would they move their body? How would they pray? How would they meditate? Like what is going on? And what is the difference? What's the gap between the version of me now and that version of me that's already manifested, whatever it is that I desire in my life? If that's becoming a conscious millionaire, if that's manifesting the love of your life, whatever it is, right? What is the gap? And then you start simply transferring that information. And this is where the embodiment comes in. And you start actually embodying that frequency and acting from that place. This is not about faking it till you make it. This is about getting into radical integrity with the truth of who you are. And that's why when you say yes to integrity on that level and you show up as the brightest, boldest, shiniest, most amazing, highest iteration of you, the world tends to go, well, okay, we'll we'll just give them what they want. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yes. (laughs) Outstanding. I I love it. So there must have been some... You know, surprising or inspiring, like like many many surprising or inspiring moments from your work um, I- involving other people. What are like one or two just standout moments from working with other people and then seeing where they came from and where they got to through this process of transformation?
2: Well, it's been so many. So many. Let's let's just bring yeah. something fresh. For example, we were just working with a couple. We went three days deeply. Um, in transformational work. And, you know, we love working with couples, for example, that are still lost in drama or, you know, have issues and they're almost separate. I mean, it's okay. We can do that. And we have all the tools to, okay, let's release that. Let's work on the nervous system. Let's go to the wounds. Let's, you know, release all those triggers so you can really connect heart to heart and bring your relationship back to its natural state. But it's amazing when there's... A couple, for example, that are already doing incredible together. They're doing not only amazing on their own businesses and their own lives, but together as a couple, and they're committed to take it to the next level. So we just, you know, went deeply with them from a place of like, you know, it's pretty good, okay. And then we got to get refined to see everything that was holding them back in every way how he was showing up uh, uh, with the children, with her in intimacy, with uh, their life, their businesses, everything, and vice versa, how she was showing up in ways that they had never shared before, right? And that opened everything up to the next level, like not only in their relationship and the depth of their intimacy and the energy flowing through them and how they saw each other and, you know. Just, just what em- was emanated between them, but also um, in their personal lives. So we saw how they took their business 10x completely, like they have separate businesses together and they completely like expanded fully because of their own inner empowerment that they had, which they weren't even looking for. But he got to show up deeper as the king, you know, connect with his inner kingdom and his mastery in his life. And she got to show up more as the queen in her own life, too, um, with her business and and of course, her children, her family, everything. So it's just beautiful to see how people come with one intention and they think they're going to work on something or they're like, oh, I just want to focus on this. But once you go into the nervous system and you really start releasing all this blockages that we carry and all these traumas or micro traumas that are not letting us expand fully to our full potential, everything else expands. So I would say every story that we've had with people uh, has been like that. Like they start thinking also they want something or they need something. And then they find like there's, you know, a 10x expansion in all these other areas—they weren't even waiting. It's almost
1: like when when you think it can't get any better, it can always get better, and then it does, and then you think it can't get <laughs> any better, and then it gets better again. Right? It's <laughs> like spiral up frequency that that so many of our clients activate, which is so Exactly. Beautiful. <laughs> exactly.
0: Yeah. Oh, fantastic! I, I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, so talk to us. I, I just want to bring it a little bit back to the music side of things because that's so fascinating. You're sitting in a room full of musical instruments, uh, music. And sound is a great part of these transformational journeys that you help people uh, embark on. You guide them through. Um, d- do you kind of collaborate with any particular musicians uh, as, as part of your work? Um, or, or would you like to? No, we, we, we do. do all the yeah. time. Like, Fantastic. We, yes.
2: We Friends and also, you know, different different musicians from around the world. Actually, wherever we go, if yep. we can connect, we're
1: always hunting we're out. Like, always <laughs> open. We're other musicians, of course. And um, our son Danny as well. He's eighteen. He also integrates and plays with us a lot. Like he was just with us at Mine Valley, and there awesome. was one session he was DJing for us, and then the next one I was playing harp, he was playing guitar, and we were both singing and laying down these frequencies while Swamper was guiding everyone. Like it's really beautiful.
2: So. We mix it all up or yeah. Regan does this amazing meditation and we're doing all these frequencies and sounds to take people deeper into the experience right Yeah. so we could have a you know, a band of seven musicians, which we've worked with too and super tuned in, or it can be just us two, or even with Danny, we have this powerful trio because he's really there holding space with the frequencies. But
1: we love collaborating and we love co-creating. And, you know, the beautiful thing about music, when you layer it in these transmissions, if it's a workshop or an online ceremony or whatever it is that's going on, you know, the thing I always remember is like, wow, this will never be created like this ever again like there might be a recording of it, yes, but that recording can never be duplicated. It will never be repeated. It's, it's Even if you sing a, the same song a week later, it's going to be different. And that's always created by the musicians, by the people leading the space, and then everyone also tuning into that vortex. Even if it's online and people are, say, say thousands of people are tuning into the recording over time, then that also contributes to that vortex across time and space. Everyone listening to this podcast right now is a part of this. It's not the three of us creating this. It's the three of us holding it as pillars, but the transmission is coming through because of who's also listening across time and space and what is it that these people really need to hear and want to hear in this moment? Like, that, that's magic. <laughs> yes.
0: Oh, the totally. magic of totally. Yes, yes, indeed. And, you know, say if one of the listeners or many of the listeners are in the world of music, they're maybe a musician and they're interested in this spiritual aspect of music. Um, would you have any advice to them if they want to take it further and to incorporate some of this transformational power, the spirituality in their music? Or like, how, how, how would they make that journey themselves?
2: Yes, I would say so many, but the basic, as Regan was saying, just simplicity. Mm. Coming back mm. to letting go of everything you think you know, first of all, letting go of the mind of the rationality, and if it, if it's with the voice or with an instrument, just taking the time to stop and really listening, listening to what comes through, and playing with simplicity as simple as possible, and then pausing and feeling into it, and then going into it again, and then pausing, and then exploring with the voice. Even if many musicians are great with the instrument, but they they don't use their voice. Many of them are even ashamed of their voice mm-hmm. because of course they're like, oh yeah, you're perfecting that, but your voice is not at that level. Somebody else sings. We are all singers. This is an instrument. And, you know, maybe it doesn't sound as amazing as the other, but it does, when you find your tone and your voice and you relax and you open and you learn to, to really open it up from your core and really the nervous plexus is, is relaxed and open, the voice comes out beautifully. So just exploring that, exploring a little bit of, of you know, just vowels and, and, uh, and, uh, and humming and all these different ways to explore where it's vibrating on the brain, where it's vibrating in the body, just like a little kid. We do this all the time. We're like two kids playing around and just having fun. And then all of a sudden a song is created or 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 a journey is created and we don't even know. We don't even plan it. So I would say letting go of that and and, and, and letting go of the musician and becoming the music.
1: Yeah. Exactly. It's it's really listening and you know, asking yourself every single day, what is my transmission? And then creating space for that transmission. And that transmission might be sitting there in silence. And then it might be one, uh, which comes through and then silence again. And maybe that's it. And then maybe the next day, it's it's if you're a guitar player, you have the guitar, and all of a sudden you're you're lost in like this strumming pattern to the point where the mind leaves, and then it's like the guitar's playing you, and then you put it down. You're like, wow, okay, that's the transmission for today, without judging it, without trying to put it in a box, without trying to be like, oh, it's a song, let me record it and write it down. Like just stepping away from that and allowing the daily transmission to come through. You know, this is a daily practice. It's it's like going to the gym. If you go once and then leave it, nothing's going to change. It's like meditating. If you try and meditate once for 10 minutes and then never do it again, you're never going to tap into that altered state. But if you really commit to this daily and ask yourself every single day, what is my transmission? And really allow yourself to receive it before the mind comes in going, oh, my transition is to play that Billy Joel song that I love. Maybe (laughs) not. Maybe not. Maybe there's something else looking to come through you. And the more you play with that, like we love playing with that all the time. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's fun.
0: (laughs) Fabulous. I absolutely love it. That is Strong advice there, absolutely brilliant. Um, so I'm sure a lot of people listening will be thinking, right? How can I get in touch with these amazing people? How can I take part in their events? Uh, how can we work with Regan and, and Juanpa, real life, virtually? You know, I, I know there's a bunch of options, but where should their first port of call be, for instance? And we will link to any websites in the show notes, of course.
1: Absolutely. Yes.
2: So I I would say in Instagram we have this page called Soulbeat dot live which you can follow and it's a little bit talking about the project and everything that we're doing we're just putting it online you know a couple of months ago it's been a project that has been together but we've never really like named it fully and said okay it's, it's its own entity with its own uh instagram page and all this so now that's happening and that we're focusing way more on the on the performance healing uh, journey kind of thing through Soulbit all over the world, so there they can find uh, a lot. And there's also a link to to connect with our events that we do all over the world too.
1: Yeah, and then of course on our personal pages, and we can link all this in ReganHillier.com and at ReganHillier on Instagram,
2: Juanpa Global on Instagram too, and Juan Pablo Araona on Facebook. And uh, yeah we're available to share with people even if they have just questions or they are in in, in a journey of, of discovery you know we, we've all been there right we're yeah. still there actually it's it's never ending so for us it's so important to support each other we're really um creating this new humanity this expansion of consciousness together and uh, and uh, and it's great to 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 connect with like-minded people musicians healers anyone that's into some kind of personal growth or spiritual expansion in their lives and, and is open to explore more and go deeper, we love to connect because that's why we're here as human beings. That's why we're creating a community in Costa Rica. It's like, yeah. we love this human interaction and being mirrors between each other to upgrade each other, to support each other, to help each other look at, its, at our, our blind spots, right? And, and, and really be here for for each other to, to expand faster and go deeper. So we're all about connection. We're all about um, community. So yes, please reach out in, in whatever way possible.
0: Fantastic. Thank you. My personal mantra or my motto, should I say, is ABC, always be connecting. And, you know, you two embody that so much. You're building a global family and it's very inspiring to see. And uh, of course, global family needs a global party. Uh, I'm going to ask you both um, to choose a track or tracks to add to our VIP title playlist that all of our amazing guests on Audio Talks contribute to. So is there a track or track that you'd like to share with our wonderful listeners? Whoa.
1: Yeah. Maybe we can share even one of our soul beat tracks yeah. and transmissions. Yeah. I would yeah.
0: love that. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
2: There's 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 a lot of tracks there. Yeah. Let, let us just feel into it. We'll what, find the which best one, one to this be. transmission. Yeah. And yes, we'll send it to you. Yeah.
0: Fabulous. Okay. So listeners, you are gonna be uh treated to that very special contribution from Regan and Juanpo into the actual podcast and we're gonna play that right now.
2: Open up, every joint is a doorway to energy, allow it to move, to flow, create circles, celebrate life.
0: So that was absolutely wonderful. Thank you so much for joining us on the Audio Talks podcast. Regan and Juanpa, you've raised the vibration. You're helping people to realise their best selves. You're making the world a better place, a happier place, a more intuitive uh, place that really is tuned in to the beat of their soul. So thank you both so much for joining us.
1: Thank yes. you so much. We really loved this conversation. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Thank
0: you. Thank you, everyone,
2: for watching, for, for being present, actually, for listening yes. and uh, sharing this vortex together. Yes. And thank you for this space that you have created. We loved your energy since we connected in the biohacking conference. Yeah. It was like, so yeah, family, are so, so family. family <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is perfectly in alignment.
0: Oh, thank you. Muchísimas gracias. Thank you so much. And speaking of Soul Family, um, I'm going to add a track just to uh, add to yours on our VIP title playlist and it is Richie Haven's Back to My Roots, which is a song that always raises my energy and vibrations and uh, I just love it. It feels like Soul Family theme tune right there. So listeners, thank you so much for joining us. Don't forget to subscribe, comment and share audio talks with your friends and family. If you are enjoying the audio talk series of podcasts, why not pop over to Apple Podcasts. Spotify or wherever you get your podcast to leave a nice review it really does mean a lot and it helps new listeners get to know about the inspiring guests that we talk to in every single episode like Regan and Juanpa so in the meantime for more exclusive content some behind the scenes goodies and maybe even some competitions connect with us over on Instagram you can find us at Audio Talks Podcast we will be back soon for some more inspiring audio talks see you next time